What's going on there, buddy? So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna speak on this, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, it's crazy because this morning, my wife, she, uh, she, she showed me something about the, uh, the Travis Scott thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I ain't even see it, but, she showed like I seen like it was like uh it was like eight people that got killed, you know what I'm saying? Um and uh it's it's messed up and it's crazy because God spoke to me about it. He spoke to me about it so clear. And I actually wrote down everything he had told me. But my wife said, uh, oh y'all see my wedding ring right there. Wife got that for me. But, you know, what happened was, um, it was honestly crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because she showed me a video of a dude, you know, that, that uh, the guy that spoke to about the, um, you know, the Travis, the Travis Scott concert. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking at it, and it's crazy, because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, bro, like, why, like, why, first of all, why this look, like, so demonic? And see, this is the craziest thing about it, you know what I'm saying? Because... I used to see Astro World all the time, but I never really peeped how demonic it looked until my spiritual eyes was able to get open. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, I was looking at it now and it was literally like flames just shooting up in the air. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's real, it's, if you look at it, it looks so dark, it looks so demonic, you know what I'm saying? It looked like just a whole ritual, you feel me? And the craziest thing about it was this. I literally seen the video. This man, Travis Scott, was in the air. He literally seen somebody unconscious. He literally seen him, and he just was still singing because it was a demonic sacrifice. Because, see, I'm going to explain to y'all something right here. The way these sacrifices work, they kill people so that they can get more famous. That's why it's called a sacrifice. And see, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. God was speaking to me. God was speaking to Bashan. He was speaking about all this stuff. And see, I'm gonna I'm I'm just explain something to you, okay? I'm gonna just explain this to you right here. So this is what I want y'all to understand. When people say they sold, it's a blood, it's like a blood sacrifice. It's like for example, if you ever seen a movie called Ghost Rider, and the movie Ghost Rider, the dude signed his life away, but it was written in blood. And see, a lot of these movies, they give away 
uh what's what's the, what's the good word they give away um dang, they give away like uh like hidden agendas hidden hidden stuff you know what i'm saying and the thing is the reason it's a blood sacrifice is because in the bible it talk about how jesus purchased us with his own blood and see when you sign your life away over to satan you literally signing your blood away to him instead of the blood that jesus purchased Instead of the soul that Jesus purchased with his own blood. So you signing away the blood of Christ and you giving that blood over to Satan. You see what I'm saying? And this is why people do this stuff because they care about fame. They care about fortune. They care about, you know what I'm saying? They care about all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's uh, in this world because this life is temporary. But heaven is eternal. All Heaven is eternal. This life is temporary. You know what I'm saying? And see, I'm going to explain something else to you too. Think about this. Eight people died. All of them died from the same exact thing. They died from cardiac arrest. And people say, oh, well, maybe it was just, you know, uh, seizures because the strobe lights and stuff. Or maybe it was, you know, all that, like, bro, eight people died from the same exact thing. That ain't normal. That's, that's spiritual. That's supernatural. You feel me? People was literally saying in the concert, I can't breathe. How you can't breathe when you outside? People say, oh, it was all the crowd. Like they was getting so surrounded. They couldn't have enough oxygen to circulate through the airflow. You outside, bro. You literally outside. You outside, bro. Like ain't, ain't none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like, stop it, bro. Like it's, it's literally a ritual. The devil taking people's souls. And I watched him do a video. I don't remember his name, but this is exactly what he said. He said, the people that's not in Jesus Christ, them the people that was the ones that died. Because literally, if you ever seen, like if you have a dream and you feel like a demon choking you or stepping on your chest, the demons was doing that exact thing because they didn't have Jesus. They was literally trying to kill people. And the thing is, they was able to kill these people because they wasn't in jesus christ they didn't have jesus inside of them because you need the holy spirit to protect you from all demons you need the holy spirit to protect you from all witches you need the holy of holies to protect you from all warlocks you need to so you need the holy spirit to protect you from all spiritual spiritual wickedness a high place every rule of the darkness every principality every single thing that ain't like god you need god to protect you from it and the thing is that whole concert, it looked so demonic. It looked like it's literally like rituals and like just, you know, like it's, it's, it's truly demonic. You feel me? And the thing is, folks don't even understand how bad this stuff getting because we literally like living in the end of the days. Like, and it's so crazy because it even go to show you secular music. You ain't supposed to be listening to none of this stuff. And I'm going to tell you something. I literally had a vision this morning. I was praying. I was on fire. I was on fire. I was praying. Literally, I'm going to write down what I, like, I already wrote down what I saw. But literally, I seen people driving in the car, and they was listening to secular music. I literally seen demons come out through the radio and attack God people. It, I literally seen it. Demons came out of the radio, and they was attacking people driving. They was attacking the people that was driving, listening to the music. You know what I'm saying? And see, I'ma read you, I'ma read you what God, what God was speaking. Let me see where I put it in. 
I think it was this one. God be speaking a lot of stuff to me, so I'll be writing so much stuff down. Here it go. Music in, this is what he said. Music industry is demonic. In 1 Corinthians, it says we was bought with a price. You were purchased with the blood. This is why it's a blood sacrifice when you sign your soul over. Because you signing over your soul, you getting rid of the blood that you was bought with. You giving it over to Satan. You were pledging your allegiance to Satan. Then it says secular music is how the devil attacks. Then on top of that, I seen the car radio. I literally seen demons come through the radio and attack people. Then again, I seen the same thing. I seen an hourglass. Barely any sand up top. And I seen God. This time I seen him crush the hourglass like this, like the glass is broke. And this is what the Lord, this is the word of the Lord. This is what he's saying. The time has now come for people to make a decision about who you will serve to this day. Who you going to serve, God or the devil? God's saying, today I need you to make a decision. He's saying, today, he said, choose whom this day you may serve. It's a war that we fighting. It's a spiritual war. That's why God said, you can't have one foot in the world and one foot out. You can't have one foot following God and one foot following the devil. Guys, the Bible says you can't serve two masters. We literally in a war. And the thing is, you can't be two-faced. Because if we're in a war... You can't be friends with one enemy and friends with the other enemy and both of them enemies. It don't work like that. God's saying today, choose whom you may serve. Who you going to serve, God or the devil? That's the word of the day. Who you going to serve, God or the devil? God or the devil? Because I'm going to explain it to you in a way where y'all can understand. The devil has children of his own because Jesus literally said it's children of the devil. You got children of God and you got children of the devil. But see, oh boy, this Lord Jesus speaking. I'm going to explain something to you. The devil, okay, God is a faithful father. He will never leave you, never forsake you. But watch this. Satan has children of his own, but he will forsake them. You know why? Because the devil, he is literally like a father. They have sex with a woman. And when the child is about to be born, the father runs off, forsaking the children. That's the type of father the devil is. A father that don't show no love. God is a father that when he has a child, he stays with the child. He grooms the child. He is with the child to the day that they grow up. And he trains them in the way that they should go. That's literally the type of father God is because he's a good father. Because, see, the devil don't care about you. God care about you. See, the reason, oh, I'm going to tell you this. The reason people will rather go to the devil for blessings instead of God is because of this. When you ask God for a blessing, he'll require you to fast. He'll require you to go through pain and suffering. He'll require you to go through a lot of stuff that you don't want to go through. But the thing is, is this, when you go through all this stuff, you will receive the blessings that God has for you because he is faithful to his promises. With the devil, the devil will give you exactly what you want, just like this, but it come with a cost. It come with sickness. It come with somebody in your family dying. It come with somebody in your family getting sick. It come with you even dying. It come with you even getting sick. Or it come with you having to make a sacrifice to kill somebody, to keep yourself alive and to keep receiving the evil blessings of this world that the devil got for you. 
That's literally what the devil would do. But God is faithful. Because, see, God cares about our character. He could bless us with what we want now, but he cares about our character. The devil don't care nothing about us because he'll give us whatever we want right there and there, but it come with a cost. And since it come with a cost, he after our soul. And when he come to collect, it's damnation. But see, when God bless you, he'll bless you with a, he can bless you with an earthly blessing. Say, for example, if you want a car, he'll bless you with a car, he'll bless you with a house, and you get to keep your soul. So what's one sound like the better end of the bargain? You feel me? And it's like, bro, it's like, bro, Understand this. I really want you to just understand this. Understand what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. And I see, I see the word music. And I see it's like, it's like he's saying music is powerful. And I see the tongue because the tongue, it has the power to speak life and death. And I know, I know what he, I know what he's showing me. Because when you listen to certain music, it's like it has certain spirits because it influences you. When you listening to certain music that's that's secular or it got cuss words or it's got murder or death, it make you feel like you want to do that. It make you feel like you want to go smoke a pack or two. It make you feel like you want to go get you a chopper and go blow somebody's head off. You feel me? And that's why God's showing because he's saying this out, you need to be careful. He wants you to be careful the music that you listen to. Me, I listen to worship music and I listen to Christian rap. And I and I be real careful about the Christian rap that I listen to because it can get kind of on the worldly side at times. But I will say this. God cares about your soul. God wants your soul. It's like I see him pointing again. It's like he pointing like this. He said, I want you. And I, Jesus. He said, all those in the chat right now, he said, all those that's listening to worldly music or secular music, I see a stop sign. He put his hand, he said, stop. Because he said it's physically, he said it's like spiritually draining you. Like it's draining you. It's like you draining you from, it's like I seen the devil blow the fire out. Like he blew out the candle. It's like he's saying the fire that you have for God is being put out because you're not putting on the whole armor of God. Because when you put on the whole armor of God, you're able to withstand all the wiles that against the devil in that evil day. He says that I need my children. I see an ear. And I know, and see, in Revelation, they talk about he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. This is the Spirit talking. And the Lord is saying, I need my people to listen to these words. And I see, I see the Lord speaking. He said, secular music is damaging to the body, the mind, and the soul. He keeps saying that the end is near. But before the end comes, I need my saints to rise up against the devil. And I see him preaching the gospel. He says, do away with your secular music. He says, do away with all your worldly music. He said, it's destroying your soul. But God said, I want to restore your soul. He said, I want to restore your body. He said, I want to restore every single thing the devil tried to take away from you. He said, the enemy is mad. 
because I'm doing this live. He says the enemy is mad. He said that, yeah. He said the enemy is mad. Because, I'm gonna give you a quick testimony. With me, I listen to all, I'm from Chicago. I listen to all this, that bang bang, shoot him up, cheap key, little her, little baby. I listen to all that. Years, years, years. And when COVID happened, it was a huge wake up call. Huge wake up call. And I remember in March of 2020, I had to, I had to literally make, where's the wife? Oh, she laying in bed. I literally had to make a conscious decision and say, you know what? God was putting it on my heart. He was convicting me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to believe in the promises that God spoke to me. I'm going to believe that Jesus died on the cross for me because Jesus died on the cross for me. So I'm like, you know what? I ain't got no choice but to live for him. So you know what? I said, you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop listening to secular music. Because it was almost like for me, I literally had to make a conscious decision. I was a child of God, but I was still living in worldly ways. And God was touching areas of my heart, touching areas of my soul that he didn't want me to be doing. And he was touching this area of secular music for so long, I had to say, you know what? I got to give it up. And it was painful. It was, but I said, you know what? I'm gonna make a conscious decision. I ain't gonna listen to this music no more because it don't glorify God. And the thing is with me, I want all y'all to understand is this. Living for God is not easy. But I tell you one thing, boy, it's worth it. Because I literally see I literally see Judah. I see the line of Judah. And I see the Lord Jesus. And he got fire in his eyes. And it's like he's saying, I'm coming back for my church without spot. He coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He got. It. It's like I see the crown of thorns on his head. And I see a golden crown on his head. And I see, I see the line of Judah, and he he got his paw on this rocket. He just slapping his paw on this rocket. He he roaring. He said, I come back. He got It's like he's saying, I come back as a roaring lion. But not the line of the devil. He come back as a lion, roaring lion of the tribe of Judah. He is a conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. Because he said that the body of Christ is being disobedient. He says that some are very lukewarm. And it's like I see him spewing. All right. See, when God show me stuff, it get real, like, serious. But I'm going to say it anyway. It's like I see him spewing lukewarm believers out of his mouth. And they going right into the lake of fire. And it's a dangerous thing. I don't I don't wish that on nobody. I don't wish death. I don't wish hell. I don't wish death hell in the grave on nobody. But it's it's serious. And I, I and, and I only speak what I see because the Lord is saying that 
I am not pleased with my church right now. But he said, but revival is about to come one last time. It's like he's sweeping this nation with a revival one last time. And he said that the younger generation is rising up. The younger generation is who is who going to be rising up. And it's like I see all these young people running towards the kingdom. And I seen Jesus. He got fire in his eyes. It's like he turned around. He said, it's time for war. And it makes so much sense because he was looking at the believers, but he turned around. He said, it's time for war. Because when he come back for war, the people literally going to be behind him. So we following Jesus into the war. And Jesus saying that it's time for war. And I literally see him stomping his foot on the devil head because we've been given the heel of the Lord. We've been given the foot of the Lord to bruise the serpent. He ain't nothing more than a brave dead serpent. We've been given the foot of the Lord to crush the head of the enemy. He said he given us all power to step on snakes and scorpions of the devil. That's what Jesus is saying in this hour. He said, I see it's like a like a tidal wave, like a, like a like a I don't know if it's like a hurry. It's like a wave coming. And I see when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord going to raise up a standard to go against it. And I know clearly, I see clearly what he's showing me. I see this big old boulder. And Jesus said, he who builds his house on me is like building his house on a rock. Because when you build your house on a rock, when the flood come, it ain't going to move the house. Because that's like the same when you got faith. When you got faith like a rock, the devil try to always come and make your faith waver. But see, when you got your faith like a rock, when people try to come and, and, and cause you to doubt, when the devil try to come and speak negative things in your ear, when you have that faith the size of a mustard seed, when you have that faith like a rock, can't nothing shake your faith. Can't nothing shake what God told you because what God told you is going to happen. If God is for you, can't nobody be against you. I'd rather be on God's side than have God be on my side. Because if I'm on God's side, I know everything going to be all right. Because I'm behind God. Because he the one that's leading the way. He the one that's making a way in the wilderness. He the one that's making the path. He the one that's making the way straight. He the one that's doing it. Not nobody else. Not me. Not nobody else. He the one that's doing it. That's why I keep all my faith and all my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I keep all my faith and all my trust in the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. I literally feel, I, I, I know he here. I, I, I feel him. I feel him very, very strongly. He said, in this time, and I see what he said. He said, in this time, I need my church. I keep saying, he said, in this time, I need my church to listen to every single thing that I'm saying. Because I care about my children and I love when see when you when you and Jesus Christ, it's one big family. The Lord said he cares about your family. The Lord said he cares about this family because we are all one. Because see, I'm gonna tell you something. All this stuff talking about denominations, they be like, what are you? Oh, I'm Catholic, oh I'm seven-day Adventist, oh I'm Baptist. See, all that all that is is division. Why is it division in the body of Christ? Why is it division in the body of Christ? The only thing that it's supposed to be is unity. Satan work in division. God only work in unity. 
A house, what's the scripture? A house divided shall not stand. That should tell you right there, God don't want division. He want unity. That's why, see, Jesus. He said the time has come for believers to rise up and continue to fight the enemy. Every single day you wake up, you pray. Every single day you wake up, you get on your knees and you say, Lord, thank you for waking me up. Thank God for the little things that he done in your life. Because every single day you wake up, you say out your mouth, you say, Lord, help me put on the armor of God. How you put on the armor of God? You walk in what Jesus teaches. You read this Bible right here. You read this Bible. You walk in what Jesus teaches. You fast. You pray. You have faith. That's how you keep on the armor of God. Because if you don't have on, if you don't have on the armor of God, the enemy will come in and he will be able to attack you. He'll be able to attack your finances. He'll be he'll, he, he can attack your finances. He can attack your marriage. He can attack you. He can attack you spiritually and physically. He can attack your family. He can attack your mind. And see, I see, I know this song. I see a brain. Lies. He said that in this season, the enemy has been speaking lies. And y'all if See God don't come with confusion The spirit of confusion that don't come from God God only send a spirit of love Peace and sound mind and truth Every, Anytime you feel confused That's the enemy But see this is the thing I literally say, I see I see an ear But I see like a door getting shut And this is what God told me last month God said in this season He's shutting the enemy He's shutting, he shutting the enemy mouth To make him stop speaking lies into your ear He's going to shut him up for this one season So you can Completely not miss and get everything God is saying to you. God saying, He's saying, there's no excuse in this season for you not to hear what I'm saying to you because I'm shutting the enemy mouth. He's saying it's not hard to hear. He said, if you have doubt about what he's saying, it's like pray to him, and God will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding about every single thing that he spoke to you in your life. He is here for you. He is your heavenly father. He is your Abba. He is the great God almighty. He is the one that never left you. He is the one who was, who is, who is to come. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the lion of Judah. He is the conqueror. He is the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. What it said in Revelation 5, 5. It said, behold, I look. And it said, it said, he said, what did he say? He said, he said, I began to weep. And the angel said, weep not. Behold. The line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. That's my favorite verse. That's one of my favorite verses in the scripture because Jesus is the line of Judah. It said, behold, in the midst, it was one that looked slain like a lamb. He was the line of Judah. And behold, he was worthy enough to open the book and loose the seven seals thereof because worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb that was slain on the cross for you. He died on the cross for you. He died on the cross for you. And he cared about your soul. He don't want you listening to secular music. He don't want you listening to all this stuff because it's affecting your soul. Because it's stopping you from growing closer to him. Because when he wants you to do, it's like he wants you to just give everything. Give everything to him. And give him your all. Give him everything that you got. Because he is willing to do everything he can for you. Because if he was, let me tell you something. 
If he was willing to die on the cross for you, he willing to do anything for you. He willing to protect you from all harm. He willing to protect you from the devil. He willing to help you put on the armor of God. He willing to help you get revelation every time you read. He willing to help you get spiritual blessings. He willing to help you get earthly blessings because he the one that can do it. I see the word. I see, I see God hand. It's like a real big hand. I see it on the earth. It's like I see the word blessings. He said, I want to bless my children. But he said in this season, I need them to listen to my voice. Harking your heart into the voice of the Lord. Same thing. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the seven churches. Harking your voice. Harking your heart into the voice of the Lord. Keep saying the words. The Lord is not pleased with his church. He is not happy. And I see I see, see the word caught off guard. Thief in the night. He gonna catch a lot of people off guard when he come back in the rapture. And just so you know, the rapture is right before the great tribulation. The rapture is before the great tribulation. The rapture is before the great tribulation. I can show it to you in scripture. It don't matter if you don't believe it or not. It's a true doctrine. The rapture is before the great tribulation. I can show it to you in Ezekiel. I can show it to you in Daniel. I can show it to you in the book of Revelation. I can show it to you in Matthew. I can show it to you in Genesis. I can... Man. I can show it to you in so many, so many verses. Corinthians, Thessalonians. Because see, a lot of people don't even read the Old Testament. But it's the reason it's in the Bible. Because, see, I understand it's easy to read the New Testament because the Old Testament is so difficult. But it's like, bro, if you read the Old Testament, God will literally open your eyes up. God will literally open your eyes up. And see, I know a lot of people say, oh, the rapture ain't real. But this is the thing, though. It is because it takes faith to believe in the rapture. I'm going to say it once and I'm going to say it again. As in the days of Noah, it's going to be the same as in the coming of the Son of Man. Because I want you to think about this. People will say, oh, well, if it's in the days of Noah, it just means people are going to be eating and drinking. And then Jesus is going to come back. But listen, this is a lie. This is what I'm trying to tell you. This is what I'm trying to get y'all to see. It say, it say literally, if you read in Luke, it's the same thing with Jesus. It's in red. It say, as in Lot's day, he was taken out of the city before the fire and brimstone came down. Same with Noah. Noah was put in the ark. Before the flood came, they didn't get saved during the flood or during the fire and brimstone. They get they didn't get saved after the flood or during or after the fire and brimstone. It was right before. So if it's the same as in that day, it's gonna be the same as in the coming of the Son of Man. Because we are in the days as in the coming of the Son of Man. Because in the Bible, it literally says history really repeat itself. So I want you to think about this. I literally want you to think about this. Why would God allow His church? Think about this. It's the difference between tribulation and great tribulation tribulation is what we in right now because g and see people say i'm lying but listen read the scripture look it up jesus said as long as you in this world you will have tribulation and it's a good thing if you have a tribulation because you know you're living for jesus jesus if you're going through hard times the great tribulation is not for us and i'm gonna tell you why watch this but jesus died on the cross jesus he he said literally you're going to have tribulation as long as you in this world. But when he died, he took on the wrath of God. So the tribulation is happening now. 
and think about this. Watch this. I want you to watch. Hell is God's wrath. During the great tribulation, you will not be able to die. It's going to be so bad, people are going to be trying to kill themselves. And I want you to watch this. If it's going to be so bad, people are going to be trying to kill themselves. And they can't die. There's hell on earth for seven years. Why would God allow his church to see hell on earth for seven years? Then on top of that, the wrath of God was poured out on Jesus. We not appointed the wrath. Rapture. Great tribulation. That's literally what that means. Rapture. Great tribulation. And I can prove it to you. I can show it to you in Ezekiel. You know what? My fault. The book of Daniel. I'm going to go to it right now. Watch this. It's Daniel. You know what? I'm going to leave it for another day. I'm going to leave it for another day. Because I'm going to make a separate video talking strictly about the rapture only. That's literally what I'm going to be talking about. But see, I want to I wanna discuss about this whole astral world thing. Literally, bro, this 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 all I gotta say about that. It is literally, like literally, bro, like I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. The whole astral world thing is demonic. Literally taking people's souls. Literally taking people's souls. And the thing is, a lot of folks will say, they'll be like, oh, bro, like, that's, that's fake, bro. Like, that ain't even real. Like, I want you to think about this. How was it that eight people died from the same exact thing? Explain that to me. Eight people died from the same exact thing. Eight people literally died from the same exact thing. If that ain't strange, apparently it's more than eight people that died from the same thing. If that ain't strange, I don't know what is. But I'm trying, I'm literally, I'm trying to get y'all to see. I'm trying to get y'all to see. They died from cardiac arrest. And the thing is, what I'm trying to get y'all to see, the times that we living in, it's the most perilous times you could ever think of. It is the most, I, man, look, man, I wish y'all could understand what I'm trying to tell y'all, boy, you feel me, like, the whole concert of demonic, it's literally, you literally got fire shooting up from these little capsules at the bottom, you feel me, like, if that ain't strange, I don't know what is, you feel me? And the thing is, people got to stop generalizing this stuff, making it seem like, oh, it's, it's just normal. Like, it, it just happens. That stuff don't just happen. That stuff is demonic. That stuff is taking people's souls. That stuff is taking people to hell. And folks got to wake up. That stuff is affecting people's souls, literally. And this, man, look. If this video get taken, I'm surprised the last video I did ain't get took down. Because I was talking about the Pope, I was talking about the Vatican, I was talking about the rapture, I was talking about the, you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised it didn't get took down. Hopefully it don't get taken down. Hopefully this one don't get taken down. But at the end of the day, it's simply like this. Choose whom this day you're going to serve. You're going to either live for God or you're going to live for the devil. 
That's it. You're going to live for God. You're going to live for the devil. Because it's going to be a time coming where people will literally have to make that decision. And to see the thing is, it was eight flames lit on the stage. It was eight people that died. Who was the eighth king in Revelation? The Antichrist. You see all this stuff connect? And that's three. Six, six, six. You don't see how all this stuff connect? But see, I know people say that. Like, oh, it's just one of them little conspiracy theories. You know what I'm saying? You just take it stuff to a whole nother level. Like, It's like, bro, 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 bro. How am I taking stuff too serious? How am I literally making up stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, and people, like, literally, like, it's just like, bro, God is literally going to give people over to a strong delusion because people don't want to believe the truth. God can see people that say, I can't believe in a God that ain't real. But see, when the rapture happens, when all these people get taken off the earth, God is going to give them over to a reprobate mind. And when Antichrist get here and when he start doing false miracles and rain of fire down from heaven, people going to be like, that must be God because he doing all these miracles. But it's going to be a sad day for them because they're going to be in for a rude awakening because that's not going to be God. And Perry Stone, exactly. Perry Stone, when I went to that Perry Stone event, I don't, man, I wish y'all could have seen it. Perry Stone called, that church was probably about 5,000 people. He called me and Vashana, he called both of us up. And he said, you're going to reach people in the black community talking about the end times. Because if you think about it, ain't no other black people talking about the rapture or the end times. And he laid hands on me and he said, it's, it's basically like the, the, the prophetic anointing has been increased so much because I wasn't expecting really. Like I was seen in a prophetic before, but this is a whole nother level. And when they lay hands, that's the stirring up of gifts. You feel me? And it's like, look. People don't even realize what's coming. People don't even people don't even realize what's coming. And see, another thing too, I really want y'all to understand this. It's really it's really time to get right because I want you to think about this. If it say as in the days of Noah, it's gonna be the same as in the coming of his son of man. I want you to think about this. In Noah's day, it was giants on the earth. Nephilim. So if it says it's going to be the same as in the days of Noah, the same as in the coming of the Son of Man, I want you to go read Revelation. Go read about the locusts that come up. Go read about Abaddon, their leader. Because it sounds like he a giant. It's going to be demons walking on this earth. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like robots or something. It's going to be like these giants. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to be walking on this earth. But I ain't trying to be here for none of that. I ain't trying to be here to see none of that type of stuff. I, I promise you, I ain't trying to see none of that type of stuff. I ain't trying to be here. I, I'm trying to get up out this earth as quickly as I possibly can because I'm trying to be up in heaven with Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord and Savior. I ain't trying to be here with none of that type of stuff. You feel me? Because a lot of folks, they don't understand what's going on. I promise you. A lot of folks don't understand what's going on because they think it's a game. But it ain't going to be a game much longer because when this stuff start happening for real, for real, for real, Folks going to see it ain't a game and they're going to regret not following God the first time. And see, God is a God of second chances because right now it's the church age. But when the church age is, because see, right now, he's giving us as much time to repent as possible to believe in him.
this is our first chance. And then we get snatched up. But we got a second chance. It's going to be during the Great Tribulation. But it's going to be extremely hard for people to make it during the Great Tribulation because they literally got to get their head chopped off or they got to find some way to survive. God is a God of second chances. But what I'm trying to get y'all to see, if you keep your faith in Jesus, you ain't got to see none of that. I promise you, you don't. Because God has given me a peace that surpasses all understanding. And, man, and see, I'm going to show you this one verse. I'm going to show you this one verse. This one verse. I'm going to literally show you this one verse. Watch this. This is not the verse I was talking about, but I'm going to show you this. He's talking about Jezebel. In Revelation chapter 2, this is the warning to the churches. I want you to watch this. I gave her, he's talking about Jezebel. He said, I gave her space to repent of her fornication. She repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation. Except they repented their deeds. I will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation. Except they repent of their deeds. So right there it's saying, if you repent, you won't have to see the great tribulation. Because if it didn't say so, he wouldn't have put it in the scripture. So this is saying literally right here. This is before John even got caught up to the third heaven. This was before Jesus was even breaking the scrolls. This is the warning to the church. He said, I will cast them into a bed and them that commit adultery with her to great tribulation, except they repent. Except they repent. And that literally tells me we won't have to be here for none of that. But see, I'm going to tell you something too. That's not even the, I literally got a verse, two verses that's stronger than that. I got a verse that literally say, we're going to be taken out of the way. Then the Antichrist is going to come. I, like, I literally got a verse in the Bible, in the Old Testament. It literally say, we're going to be taken out of the way. Then the Antichrist is going to come. Literally. But I'm not going to reveal it just yet. Because I think God want me to wait. Because I'm literally going to do a live. Talking specifically and only about the rapture. And I'm going to show you every single verse. I'm going to show you all the notes. I'm going to show you the verse I'm talking about too. I'm literally going to show you the verse that I'm talking about. Literally that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you the verse that I'm talking about. And this is the most people I ever had in my life. And this is all glory to God because God brought that fire back up inside of me because I want everybody on here to be saved. Because I know God can do it. I got faith. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that he'll save everybody on this line. I pray. And I know. I know and I know in my heart that he will. I know 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 he will save everybody on him. Understand the rapture is a real biblical doctrine. People say, oh, it was Darby the one that made it. It's a book literally called Dispensation Before Darby. The, the, the rapture was even found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's even found, man, boy, if the rapture wasn't real, why did Enoch get raptured?
Why did Elijah get raptured up? Why is it talk about the catching up, the taking away in the spirit? Why is it talk about that if the rapture not real? You feel me? Like it's, it's like, bro, the rapture is real. The rapture is real, doctor. Literally, the rapture is real, doctor. And anybody that think not, hey, it's okay. And, you know, what I want to preach right now, I just want to preach Jesus. We can't walk this walk on our own. We need the Lord Jesus every step of the way, every second of the day, every moment of our lives. We need the Lord Jesus. We need the Lord Jesus. We need him, we need him, we need him. We need the Lord Jesus. We need him. We need the Lord Jesus. And I say that simply because how could we do something on our own strength when we weren't even the people that created this earth? If you submit your life, if you submit your life to Jesus, he will clear every path for you and he will make a way in the wilderness. Because he is the man that fell from the heavens. He is the bread of all bread. Because this book, this Bible right here, it is the bread of life. He is the bread of life. He is the living water. He said, I will draw all men nigh unto me. This Bible, this is spiritual matter. This is spiritual food. We need the word every single day. Read your word every single day. Even if it's for five minutes, ten minutes. Spend time with the Most High God. That's all God care about. He wants you to spend time with him. That's all he care about. He wants you to spend your time with him because he want a relationship with you. He want you. He wants your heart. He the one that created you to have a relationship with you. Think about this. He said, if it weren't so many, he said, if it wasn't many mansions in heaven, I wouldn't have said nothing to you about it. God literally has mansions for you waiting in heaven. It's mansions for you in heaven. I want you to think about that. It's mansions for you waiting in heaven. It ain't his will that none superiors, but all should come to everlasting life. I literally want you to think about that. He want all to come to everlasting life. It ain't his will that none superiors. God don't like seeing people struggle. He don't like seeing people down. He don't like seeing people homeless. He don't like seeing people in pain. He don't like seeing people lacking faith. He don't like seeing the enemy attack his people. But it's like, it's like I hear God saying, away with all that. Pick up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself daily. See a sacrifice. He said, be that living sacrifice that I called you to be. And you will see the things that you want in your life come to pass. He said, you will see the things in your life manifest that you want to happen. He said, believe the promises that I spoke to you. Because see, when God give us a word, the devil could come in and take that word and throw it on bad ground and make us not receive it. But it's up to you to believe and hold on to the promises of what God spoke to you or what God spoke to you about your life. You know? And it's like, hey,
is literally like this. All God wants is your heart. That's it. That's all he wants. He wants your heart. He wants everything about you. He created you for a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a wonderful plan for your life that God made. He died on the cross for you. He wants you to give everything to him. All the pain, all the sorrow, all the depression, all the sickness, all the anxiety, all the fear, all everything that you got. Give it to him. All the insecurities. All the doubt. Because see, when we doubt God, it's almost like we saying, God can't do this for us. This is impossible for God to do. That's literally, that's literally like what it's saying. God cannot lie. God can only tell the truth. God loves us so much. And if you knew how much God loves you, you would literally run away because you would be like, this is too much. God loves us so much that he died. His son died on the cross for you. That's literally what he did. He died on the cross for you. And he rose from the heavens on the third day. That's literally what he did. And the Lord, the Lord is saying in this hour, he says, I want the hearts of my children. And see, this is what I'm going to do. That same thing Isaiah thought about this, how he went, how he did a live talking about the book of Revelation. He did a video, all 24 chapters. He made 24 videos. He did a book from, he did a video from chapter one all over to 24. I'm going to do the exact same thing because I feel like God has shown me so much stuff. I'm going to do the exact same thing because I literally love talking about that end of times. I literally love talking about the coming of our coming king. I love talking about the coming of our Mashiach. I love talking about the coming of the line of Judah. I love talking about the coming king. The coming king. The coming line. The coming conquering line of the tribe of Judah. The Lord is coming back. And he is coming back for his people. Lord is coming back for his people. The Lord is coming soon. He is coming back for his people. He is coming back for a bride without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He is coming back for everything that belongs to him. And you know why he's coming back for everything that belongs to him? Because he's coming as a thief in the night. Because he said he will come and receive us unto himself. And what does a thief come to do? He comes to take stuff. Jesus coming to take what's his. That's literally what Jesus coming to be coming to take what's his. And the thing is, I want people to understand that this, this is for real. So you can laugh in the comments all you want. It's fine. But I pray for you. I pray that God will touch you, even if you atheist, even if you don't even believe in Jesus. I pray that God will reveal himself to you in a dream. I pray that God will show you that the end of all things is near. I pray that the Lord will speak to y'all prophetically. I pray 
in the mighty name of Jesus, that he will do it. So, I pray, Lord, if it's anything else, I come against all the lies and I come against whatever the devil may try to speak. I burn it off with your Holy Ghost, Lord. So I pray, Lord God, if there's anything else that you want to tell your people, brokenness. I see some of y'all in the chat. If you, in the, if you in the chat, if you got a broken heart, if you feel like your heart been broken, type it in the chat. Because I got, God got a word for you. There you go right there. I knew somebody was dealing with brokenness. That's exactly what I saw. I saw a broken heart. That's exactly what I saw. And I, I literally I, I literally see like a band-aid being wrapped around the heart. God's saying, I'm mending your heart back together. It's like the Lord saying, come back to your first love. Because the only one that can fix your broken heart is the one that gave you that heart. He said, you need more of me to fill inside of you. The Lord says that he's healing all the pain, all the worry, all the doubt, stubbornness, even the negative things people said about you, the mean things people said about you. The Lord is saying that he sees it all and he's the one that's cleaning up. What I want y'all to understand is this. I see everything that's going on. The Lord see everything that's going on. The Lord is here for y'all, no matter what. Just know you have a friend in Jesus. Just know you have a friend in Jesus. You have a friend in the Most High God. You have a friend in Jehovah Child. So Lord, I pray. Okay, you told me to pray. So Lord, I pray. So this is what I want y'all to do. Anybody dealing with, I want y'all to renounce everything you deal with. Brokenness, stubbornness, pain, depression, anxiety, fear, lust, sexual sin, anger, whatever you deal with, renounce it. Ask for forgiveness and I'm about to pray for y'all. I want you to ask the Lord Jesus to take everything away from you. Because I got faith and I know he's going to do it. Okay. Every evil spirit that's been attacking the Lord's people, I command you to come all the way out right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command every demon, every demon of homosexuality, every demon of, love, of addiction, every demon of weed, alcohol, drugs, 
Every single demon of anxiety, fear, depression, suicidal thoughts, spirit of murder, I command every single demon to come all the way up from the throat and out through the mouth. Lord Jesus, and I pray, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will touch your people, that you will heal your free, that you will heal your people. I pray, Lord God. Don't tell me the devil tried to stop the prayer. But that's okay because we about to keep praying. Is, is the connection messed up? The devil trying to stop the prayer. That's crazy. Okay. Is it working? Okay, bet. Lord, I pray. I come against every spirit of anxiety, every spirit of homosexuality, Lord Jesus. I come against every demon, every witch, every warlock. I come against every principality. I come against every spiritual wickedness in high place. I come against every ruler of the darkness. I come against every single thing, Lord Jesus, that may be trying to attack your people. I come against anxiety. I cast down depression. I cast down fear. I cast down hopelessness. I cast down broken hearts, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father God, that you will do it, Lord God. I pray, Jesus, that you will do it because you are the one who was and who is and who is to come. I pray, Lord God, that you will do it, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that you will do it. I command every unclean spirit to come all the way up from the throat and out through the mouth. I pray, Lord God, that you will burn off everything up inside them and they like you. I pray you set a Holy Ghost fire inside of their stomach. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will burn that fire off and let it come all the way out through the mouth in your name, Lord God. I cast down the spirit of doubt. I bind it up, Lord God. And I pray you have your way, Holy Spirit. And I pray you do all these things in your name, Jesus. In your almighty name I pray. Amen. And Lord, if it's anything, if it's anything, Lord God, you got to say to your children before I get off of here, Lord God, please speak it, Jesus. He's saying that. He's pleased with the amount of people on here because y'all hungry for the word. Y'all got fire. Y'all hungry for the word. And the Lord said, and I even cast down that spirit of poverty. I pray that you heal everybody that need healing, Lord Jesus. And you better open your hands up and receive what the Lord got for you. Heal all of them. And I believe it's going to be 100% healing in your name, stronger than you was before. And I pray, Lord God, that you will bind up every spirit. And I pray that you will do what you're doing up inside of these people. Your name we pray, man.